Chinatown Radio Minute is on the air. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. We'll have full episodes for you in June. But this week, I'm here to talk to you about the DIY Riverside Print Fest that happened over the weekend in Riverside, California, which is an hour outside of L.A., at the Blood Orange Info Shop. Such a cool place. Such a good example of the kind of things I like, the kind of things I came up with in the punk and hardcore scene, that anarchist library, DIY, zine workshop kind of vibe, you know. Vegan cookies when I walked in the door. It was like they knew I was coming. And they did know I was coming because I was on the schedule to read some excerpts from an upcoming zine that I am writing and publishing this summer. I'm in the car. I'm driving back now. Basically, I needed a ride to Riverside. Um, I thought I might bus it. I thought I might train track it. Uh, I thought I might uh, hitch a ride with somebody. Uh, What I ended up doing is finding a very, 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 very cheap rental. Uh, I was like, well, yeah, I'd pay that much for an Amtrak ticket, so okay, I'll justify the cost. Yeah, I really want to go to this event. I really want to go read, and uh, I'm going to go buy some zines. So yeah, I'll do this. I'll I'll spend a little more money to, to get the car. Dudes, ladies, I got an upgrade I got there, I thought I was going to get, you know, your Ford Focus, your your Kia, your uh, Toyota Corolla. No listeners. They upgraded me. They put me behind the wheel of a 2012 silver Mustang. At first, I felt really ridiculous driving this thing, but uh, it has Sirius XM on it, and so uh, I tuned into a little Steve Van Zant's underground garage radio station, cranks and tunes, driving on the Pomona freeway in my silver Mustang. So we've learned the price of uh, my soul. We've, we've learned that it didn't take much to tempt me. I'm ready to sell out. Anyhow, I was on the schedule to read, which I did. I also uh, got to enjoy the readings of Megan Marshall, a poet who made me cry with her last poem. First public reading, she made me cry. That's a winner right there. She's she's gonna go far. It's like uh, getting the the knockout in your first boxing match. Um, Also got to see Elliot Fong, who uh, was one of the organizers of the event. He told some very funny stories. And uh, the shortest, funniest poem I've ever heard, which... I'm not going to spoil it for you. You'll just have to track him down and say, Hey, what's that uh, short poem about uh, about nuts? Ask him about nuts, and he'll tell you a story. Short story, but one definitely worth hearing. And I saw um, Stacy Russo, who... You know, sometimes you meet those people who they're just on the same wavelength, and her and I are just on the same wavelength. It's like, I've heard your stories before, right? I've seen you speak before, right? She's like, no, this is all new stuff. I'm coming out for the first time with it. And uh, we, we were fast friends. She was a very cool lady, and I actually hope to have her on the podcast. She said she might uh, come grace us with her presence on the mic here this summer. Um, I was brought on to read by... Annie Knight, uh, one of the organizers of the event. 
very, very nice. So accommodating and, and cool and let me write my own little intro. I was very tempted to do a Tenacious D style. Uh, the following speaker has asked me to read this introduction and then something about blowing people's pants off. Um, but just introduced myself as a, just got myself introduced as a writer, musician, podcaster, went up, told my stories. Uh, one of them you've heard before uh, about, uh, I, on this uh, program, we called him the Frankenstein youth, the, the guy who shoved me and got smoothie all over me. I told that story um, among many others in my time and uh, got a lot of zines. I'm going to show you some of them on the site. If you go to shakytownradio.com, you'll see some of the zines I picked up. And there was a whole collection there, Raymond Pettibone. You may remember from our Shelf Life 2 preview, uh, you rem- may remember Eva showed us Captive Chains. Well, this was uh, Captive Chains and a bunch of other titles that uh, Mr. Pettibone put out, uh, comics and zines. So check out those pictures at the blog, shakytownradio.com. And now to lead you uh, into the second half of the Shaky Town Radio Minute, uh, an interview with one of the other organizers of the event, Angela Chaos. This is Brody Foster Hubbard, Shaky Town Radio, at Blood Orange Info Shop, at Riverside Do It Yourself Print Fest 2012. I'm standing with Angela Chaos. She's one of the organizers. She's going to tell us all about everything she does. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so, uh, you are one of the organizers of the fest, correct? Yes. And this is the third event? Uh, third, annual? third annual, yes. Okay. So, how is it different this year than the previous two? Um, well, I can say the way that it started off was um, a series of zine workshops mm-hmm. that we would do all the time, basically, but we'd always try to do it for saturation, for sure, the Arts and Music Festival. That, that's based in uh, Riverside. Yes. So we would usually have some kind of zine workshop or some kind of zine convergence. And then finally, about three years ago, uh, I was working with uh, Lee, uh, my friend Lee Tessman and it was like basically between Lee and Annie and me and people we knew who'd make the workshops, we knew we could kind of pull off a print fest. Um, so that was at the Riverside Art Museum, um, and it was more, um, it was a huge space. It was really great, really turned out well. And then um, last year we were in the Riverside Metropolitan Museum, which is a natural history museum. So it was really cool because we had tables set up around um, like taxidermied owls and like yeah. weird stuff like that. Um, so it was a really unique space. Um, and then uh, this year we wanted to do it at the info shop, the Blood Orange Info Shop, because it was there finally, or we're finally in a big enough space uh, where we could host it. Yeah. Um, so it's it has been pretty much the same. We always have readings. We always have a zine workshop. We always have tablers. Um, I think this year is a little bit more... Um, like in the past years, we've always had a lot of our friends come in tabling, and that's still the case now, but it seems like the word has gotten out a little farther, so it's like uh, the circle has um, gotten a little bigger, yeah. basically. Yeah. It seems like we've gotten more press this year, too. Yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you do ZineWorks? You're the coordinator of that as well? Yeah, uh, that's a collective, so um, we all kind of have an equal say in what's going on. Um but uh, I tend to like kind of hold on to the supplies, and for whatever reason, people tend to contact me mm-hmm. um, to organize workshops and stuff. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, we do workshops and we table. We have a distro where we'll table our zines, but we'll also always do workshops, too, as well. Cool, so, cool. yeah. And, and you were telling me that uh, has specific, though, uh, like, LGBT-friendly focus? Oh, well, the um, Zineworks Zine Distro um, will take pretty much any zine that people want to distro, especially if it's the Inland Empire. Yeah. We'll take any kind of zine uh, that's Inland Empire-based. Uh, but we tend to kind of get a lot of entries or the kind of zines we tend to like are queer, um, political, like they're either like kind of queer anarchist or they're um, like, uh, I don't know how you put it, like anti-assimilationist um, kind of politics. Mm-hmm. So those are the ones we tend to like and the ones we tend to make. Yeah. And what about the, the, yeah, tell me about the ones you tend to write and make. Oh, okay. Um, so I make a lot of uh, one-shot zines, like either collaborate, collaborate with people or um, just for fun. Uh, but I also do one zine that's called Rapture Fancy, which is really um, not that original. I have only made a couple of these, you know, the... Um, the internet meme, the Raptor Jesus yeah. internet meme. So the zine was basically made as a like an homage to Raptor Jesus because hail, because hail Raptor Jesus. Hail Raptor why. Jesus. <laughs> um, but it is basically just internet memes. I've printed out and cut up and put into a magazine because I think we shouldn't just have it on the internet. Uh, what I was picturing is people going to go take a shit and uh, <laughs> reading. It seemed like perfect like toilet material. Right. Uh, and I, it has spurred me to make a couple of uh, memes myself. I never post them on the internet, but I put them in the zine. And uh, to dress up as Raptor Jesus uh, for for whatever occasion I can get away with it. And then uh, the zine I've done the longest is called Bitch King. I'm on issue number five. Um, that's been, it's like been 10 years or God knows how long, 15 years maybe. Um, and uh, that's more of a like personalist political zine. So I include my own artwork, but my artwork tends to be me sorting through whatever uh, politics or power relations that I'm interested in. So, yeah. Very yeah. Cool. So uh, before we send you on your way here, uh, we are a largely L.A.-based podcast. What would your message be on behalf of your Riverside brothers and sisters to your friends and family in L.A., in the zine, DIY, punk rock, et cetera, et cetera, community? Well, I, actually, what I would say is uh, Riverside is probably, well, first, can I cuss? Yeah. Oh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then, uh, the first thing I would say is we uh, people in Riverside and the Inland Empire are a bunch of down motherfuckers. <laughs> and basically, um, what you think about Riverside, uh, maybe you might not know much about our underground scene or our DIY, but uh, we don't have a lot of support. It's basically us. And so everything we make is pretty much collaborative from the heart and, like, completely grassroots. So in this space where we don't get a lot of um, support, we've managed to make some amazing DIY spaces and events. And um, it's really fun. Uh, It's really fun to collaborate. I feel really inspired by my community. And I would just say, um, I guess, come in and check out the Blood Orange Info Shop for sure. Saturation. Um, There's plenty to do out here. Cool. Thank you for being so generous with your time and talking to us. Oh, my pleasure. Please. Awesome. <laughs> you can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. This is your Yogita and I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm good.
I'll just put that in. No. I'm Megan Chin from Shelf Life 2, and when I'm not feeding my goldfish, I'm listening to Shaky Town Radio. Shaky Town Radio, it's big, it's important, it's loud, it has something to say. Listen, this is Eva Vuchuk for Shelf Life 2. We want you to listen to Shaky Town Radio, the most important voice out there for your everyday needs. Thanks to the SIGs from Phoenix, Arizona, for letting us use their song today, Tornado. This is a duo that consists of Andrew McKee and one of my favorite people in the world, Alexis Cabrera. Go to our blog at shakytownradio.com and you can click the link to hear more from the SIGs. Mm-hmm.